Hi, it's Lisa and welcome to the podcast. Today we're going to be talking about karmic numbers and what it means when you have karmic degrees in your chart. I've talked a little bit, I posted a little bit about this on my Instagram, which is at karmic astrology on Instagram, K-A-R-M-I-C-A-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y. And um, make sure you get that spelling exact because I get new imposters every month and they'll add an extra I or an extra A or some other goofy letter. They copy my posts, my profile, all of it. I mean, it's just, it's disgusting. Um, and unfortunately they also tend to, uh, DM people and try to say, Oh, you know, you have such great energy and I'd love to give you a reading and blah, blah, blah. So scammers abound, be careful, beware. Um, note, note the, uh, spelling and that's me on Instagram. I'm also karmicastrology.com and I'm karmic astrology on a few other places, but honestly, I'm most active on Instagram. So there's some information there about karmic degrees, but today we're going to dig into it in a little bit more detail. Uh, it's hard to do, you know, in a post or in a reply. So hopefully this uh, will give you a little bit more of an understanding about what it means, you know, when they show up in your chart. I love feedback, so let me know if this is helpful to you. Let me know of other topics that you're interested in, and uh, I may just do a podcast on that. So here's uh, here you go. So today I'm talking about having placements at karmic degrees in your chart. That is having something at 27, 28, or 29 degrees. Now your entire chart is a painting of past lives. So there isn't just, you know, one part of your chart that's karmic. And there's no such thing as one person having a quote karmic chart. I've had people tell me that, you know, oh, my chart is very karmic. You know, every natal chart is a painting of your past life history. So, but there are specific meanings to specific things in the chart, certain aspects, certain placements, you know, are have very specific meanings. So today we're going to talk about what it means when you have a, a planet or the ascendant midheaven or nodes at 27 or 28, 29 degrees, the karmic degrees. And what I'm going to do is first talk about them as a group, because there are certain characteristics that are common to all three of those numbers. So whether it's 27, 28, or 29, there's certain things that are going to be true about that. And then after I go through that, then I'll get into differentiating why 27 is different than 28 and is different than, than 29. So the reason why those three numbers are called karmic degrees is because those three numbers show a sort of repetition or continuation of another life into this one. And so first we're going to talk about when you have a planet at a karmic degree. Um, because the planets show both specific lives and they show patterns that cross multiple lives in the chart. And when you have a planet at 27 or 28 or 29 degrees, you brought very vivid memories of another life in with you this time. So as you're forming memories in this life as a baby, a toddler it can feel kind of confusing. It's like you're learning about the world around you, but you're also remembering 
vividly remembering another life. So, you know, you look out the window and, you know, you remember everything looks different. Like you remember seeing mountains, but they're not in your view any longer. Or, you know, you see an ocean, but you don't remember seeing an ocean before. Or you see this person who like is your mother, but you remember another person who was your mother or people have different skin color than what you remember. You have a different skin color than you remember. So while you don't have the language yet to articulate what you're noticing um, or how you feel on some level, you begin to wonder if you're in the right place or the right time. Like you wonder if you belong here. And as you get a little older and have a sense of differentiating these memories from the life you're living now, you know, so you aren't confused, but the feeling of wondering if you belong lingers, often well into adulthood, often throughout a, a lot of your life. And you may push the memories into dreams or, or even forget about them, but that nagging sort of inexplicable feeling of questioning whether or not you belong is very poignant. And this is one of those things that brings relief to my clients because when when I explain this to them, they feel, not only do they feel seen, and understood in a way they didn't expect, but they're also relieved to finally have a way to describe and explain that feeling. So if you have a planet at a karmic number, it's very likely that you're nodding, you know, maybe even feeling some emotion as you're listening to me describe this. People with karmic degrees on planets often have strong deja vu experiences. That's the that's the feeling that you've experienced something before uh, related to those memories. And that can happen with places you visit, people you meet, stories you read about, movies you watch. It can be, you know, smell, sounds, any way in which a conventional memory is triggered, those memories are triggered. And there are many reasons as to why you came in with a karmic number on a planet. Generally, the reason is connected to something that you need to continue in this life something that you wanted to pick right up on this time. There's usually also a need to remember some part of yourself that you feel you need to use and rely on in this life to help you to heal or to continue the work. So with each planet at a karmic degree, there's generally some feeling of urgency about what you need to do in this life or something you need to heal, some part of you that, it, that you deeply rely on to manage your life. Now, one uh, special case with the planets is when Saturn is at a karmic degree. So, because Saturn is your karmic contract. So, if Saturn is at 27, 28, or 29 in your natal chart, it shows that you came in needing to complete something that you agreed to do in another life and didn't. Um, because Saturn is uh, the price you pay for the ticket. You know, the North Node is the goal, the sort of general direction that you're heading in in this life. But Saturn is what you agreed to do in exchange for the opportunity to be here. And if you don't complete that, um, then that's like, you know, you haven't paid, you didn't pay your debt. You know, you didn't pay your debt. So you uh, maybe you were unable to, maybe you were unwilling, but regardless, there's a, a sense of urgency in this life because you know you have to do it. So Saturn at a karmic degree is like a wake-up call of sorts. You know you can't keep getting away with not keeping your word. And in this life, you are really pressed to come clean, uh, to, to clean up your act, to honor your commitments. You need to step up and be someone others can count on, as well as becoming trustworthy again to yourself. Because, you know, you, you 
not only made this commitment to the universe, so to speak, but you also, you signed up for it and you agreed to do it. So you, you also made this commitment to yourself. And so when you have Saturn at a karmic degree, um, sometimes people begin to lose the ability to trust themselves. And so they need to restore that. They need to believe that they are reliable, not only for others, but also that they can count on themselves. So if you have that, then there's also an undercurrent of really needing to learn to trust yourself. So having a planet at a karmic degree basically means that there is something about that energy and there are so, you know, we have to get into all the, you know, every chart is going to be different, but um, so we can't go through every kind of scenario, but the bottom line is that what you want to notice or what you want to look for is the lessons um, that are represented by that planet aren't just things that you came in saying, hey, I want to work on this this time. This is something that you are continuing, that you're bringing in directly into this life. And you're saying, I really need to, to keep working on that. And when we get into the three numbers individually, we'll talk a little bit about uh, more of what that is. Now, if your ascendant is at a karmic degree, you are rerunning a way of looking at the world or putting yourself or how you put yourself out into the world. So often um, it can be like that you're pursuing the same profession or you're you know, hanging out in the same kind of family. The, the specific thing you're repeating has to do with your public self because the ascendant is, is the you that you put out into the world. So it's not a fake you. It's not a mask. Your ascendant is what, you're, what you came in saying, this is how I need to work with the world. This is how I need to learn about myself through the world. And with that, at a karmic degree, you're saying that you came in needing to continue or, or complete some lessons around that you started in another life. So it's about how you interact with the world and how you discover and define yourself based on how you show up and what you share and what you learn by way by the way others you know respond to you. And again, there's there's often a sense of urgency with a karmic degree because you came in saying, I, I've already started this and I didn't finish what I intended to do. So I'm going to pick right back up again when I come in. So there's, there's an added determination. You know, people that have a karmic degree on the ascendant often have a real determination about whether it's dealing with family stuff, whether it's, you know, dealing with, um, you know, what they're going to, some, something they're going to do in the world or some profession that they're going to pursue. But there's a sense of, of there's a compelling need to, I've got to get this. I've got to do this. And with a karmic degree on the midheaven, your karmic connection is with your spirituality, your spiritual family, your conscious connection to your soul. So the, because your midheaven is the soul energy. So you're saying there's something about, your relationship to your soul that you touched on or you were working on in another life that you need to bring to fruition. So past life experiences include allowing yourself to feel disconnected from your soul and your spiritual family. Um, that despite whatever support you may have in this life, getting back to a conscious connection with the divine will give you a sense of safety and fill a void that you may feel but don't know how to describe You'll also likely have important brief encounters in this life 
with souls from your karmic family. So um, it's very much a need to get really um, reconnected to your soul in a more conscious way, to connect to your spiritual family. And really, we're all in one spiritual family. So don't get hung up on, oh, there's a certain number of souls that I'm connected to, because we all come from the same source. But in, in terms of a sort of a network of people that you often you know, connect with, that you allowed yourself in other lives to be disconnected, disconnected from your soul, disconnected from, you know, um, from that connection to the divine. And so in this life, there is a need to really rebuild that connection. And again, like I said, we'll get into the differences between 27 and 28, 29 in a few minutes. Now with the nodes at a karmic degree, you are continuing goals that you had in other lives. Um, with the North Node and bringing in much of the same karmic playbook, the South Node. So what it means is is that you this isn't your this isn't your first rodeo with those nodes. So you will likely feel compelled at times to do things as your soul urges you to keep heading towards your North Star instead of avoiding it as you did in the past. That you know it shows that in other lives you were willing to get off track. You know you didn't follow those nudges. And the thing is, you know, both the North Node and Saturn um, urge us in certain directions, but for very different reasons. You know, the North Node is the direction that the soul said, head this way, follow that North Star, and you will learn what you need to learn. You'll do what you need to do. You'll improve your life, blah, blah, blah. Like that's, it's a direction. It's not a task list. It's not a one and done. It means head in this direction. And you get to choose whether or not you do that. Um, the thing is, if you don't do that, it's, you know, you're the one that says, okay, I'm willing to have, uh, you know, I'm willing to reduce the satisfaction in my life or I'm willing to not heal these wounds or whatever it is because I just don't want to go there. And, you know, I'm sure, you know, we've all had experiences in our current life where we know we need to do something, but we don't want to do it and we suffer the consequences, like not eating a healthy diet and then having health problems because of it. You know, we know what we're supposed to do, but we don't do it. So the North Node is you're trading in the satisfaction, um, you know, by not going in that direction. But with Saturn, if you don't do your Saturn, because Saturn is what you agreed to do in exchange for the opportunity to be here, then the universe becomes sort of a nagging bill collector. Like the, like you'll get, the soul will nudge you to go towards your North Node because that's in your best interest. But the nudging you get from Saturn is more of external circumstances saying, pay up, pay up, pay up. You know, that, 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 that bill collector that keeps calling you and hounding you to get your money. So it's, you know, the more you avoid that, um, the more disruptive life gets. And in fact, um, you know, with Saturn in general, if you don't head in the direction of Saturn, and, and the thing is, you don't need an astrologer to tell you what this is, because you know what you need to do. You, you get nudges to go in the direction you need to go in. And you know when you're choosing to not face things and not deal with things. I mean, when you're honest with yourself, you know, you know this. And by and large, most people, you know, follow their urges. But if you don't kind of go in the direction of Saturn by the time you've completed your second Saturn return, life tends to kind of fall apart. Life tends to get 
more and more disrupted because you, you're you not doing what you said you would do. And when you come in with Saturn at a karmic degree, you have done that very thing in the past. You didn't do what you said you were going to do. Maybe you were unable to, but the point is you didn't complete it. And so you come in like right off the bat saying, okay, this time I have to do it. And there's always an undercurrent of really needing to trust yourself because you know, and, and to build your confidence and faith in yourself that you can do it because you didn't last time. So it's really important to be honest with yourself. And even if you're not, even if you're getting the nudge to do something and you don't feel ready or you're too scared or you don't want to, at least acknowledge that. Don't make up excuses. Don't rationalize because the more honest you are about just not wanting to just yet, then that puts you in a position of saying, okay, I don't want to, or I'm too scared, or whatever the reason is, so I need help. And and it enables you to open yourself up to the universe to say, to God, whatever your preferred language is, and to say, help me become willing to do this. Help me to find the strength to do this. Help me to find the courage or the wisdom or whatever it is to do this. But if you just keep rationalizing and ignoring you know, the urges, then, then you stay stuck in, in a detour that is, um, it is really unhealthy. So it's really important. Those, those karmic degrees are really urging you to finish up, you know, to, to keep moving in a direction that you need to, to heal or that you need to resolve. And sometimes it means facing things that you don't want to face and dealing with things that you don't want to deal with. But the payoff is huge because, the thing is, you know, while you may get to avoid something in this life, you know, you're going to come right back and have it be shoved up even farther in your face, you know, the next time. So now let's look at um, a few differences between, you know, whether it's 27, 28, or 29 degrees. So if you have 27, 27 is, it's like you're, you're you're dealing with the same people. You're bringing in an old cast. Uh, the woman I studied with that's that's what she would always say. Um, the, the 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 thing with the twenty seven is you're you're struggling to see the larger issue and see that it's really your stuff. Like there's a tendency to have repeated experiences and then attribute it to well, I you know I just always have a really crappy boss or. I just keep picking the wrong men to date or whatever the issue is, you see it as external to you because you sort of have this blindness about your own history. Like you're, you're not, you haven't owned that the pattern is within you. So, you know, you will, whether it's, um, you know, even having people, you know, recycling through the same people, you know, in this life or, or connecting to people that you have a karmic history with. And, and here's the funny thing, you know, often when I'm, when I'm talking to clients and they uh, are, you know, when people are asking me questions online, so many people are, are just really consumed with, do we have a karmic connection? You know, is this person part of my karmic history? As if somehow that creates this gold standard of you will have an amazing love affair for the rest of your life. And the thing is, a lot of times the people that you connect with, that you have these karmic connections with, this history with, they aren't people that you're necessarily going to 
spend the rest of your life with. They're often people that you're meeting up with because you need to heal something or you need to learn something. So having a karmic history with someone isn't automatically like, oh, score, you know? Um, And sometimes it's the people that you meet for the first time in this life that you then build this really beautiful, soulful connection with. So I really urge people to not focus on trying to figure out, do I have a karmic connection with someone? Be open to what kind of connection is most health, is most health, is most healthy with this person. Because I will tell you, out of decades of doing this, the people that have these really beautiful, soulful, lifelong connections with people that they have been with in other lives, they know it and they aren't desperately trying to articulate it in a karmic connection. You know, they they feel secure in the relationship. Often it's the people that are trying to justify staying in a difficult relationship where they're trying to say, but it's karmic and so I'm supposed to, you know, be with them. It's like, well, maybe your lesson is you need to learn how to finally detach from them. So, you know, it's important to not make assumptions. This is my opinion here. Don't make assumptions about this is good, this is bad. Having a karmic connection is good or having a karmic connection is bad. It's all about what is most healthy for you, what serves your life the best, what do you need to learn from this, and how do you need to move forward. And the karmic piece can help, you know, a a karmic backstory can help explain things. Just like understanding, you know, your childhood can help you understand your adulthood or understanding your 20s can help you to understand why you are the way you are in your 40s. Like understanding our history is informative and helps us to understand and accept ourselves, but it doesn't lock us into something. And so when you're looking at the, as you begin to learn more and more how to read the karmic history in your chart, it's important to not get fall into this trap where you think that's now the script of the life you have to live. Let it be information to help you understand why you came in believing certain things, why you came in needing certain things, why you came in afraid of certain things, why you landed in the family that you did, or why you have these talents. That it's let it be information to you. So, so the twenty-seven. If you have Um, a planet at 27, it means that you really need to kind of wake up and see you're the common denominator in all of these repeating patterns in your life. And that you really need to understand that it really has nothing to do with the other person. They're like central casting, you know, that as long as you hold these beliefs, as long as you hold to these wounds, you're going to keep drawing people to you that will prompt you to keep reliving the same thing over and over again. And that once you can see that this is really your wound to heal, this is really your lesson to learn, then you won't need to keep repeating it. And in fact, then you'll move to the 28 because the 28 is about transformation. The 28 is where you see that, you know what, this is my thing. This is my issue. This is my lesson. And now I need to transform it. And now I need to heal it. So with the 27, people are often struggling seeing their part, their responsibility, their involvement in creating 
the repeating patterns. With the 28, now the people often see it, they see their play in it, but now they're in the place of, okay, now I got to change it. I mean, I own it. So now if it's, if it's me, if it's mine, if it's, if I'm, you know, if, if I have a choice here, if I have some control here, then I need to step up and I need to do what it takes to move out of this situation. So the 27 is about recognizing your part and the 28 is about transforming your experience. And then that brings us to the 29, which is closure. So when you have a planet at 29, it means I see my part. I've done some transformation. Now I need to bring some closure to my experience. And one of the ways, there are, there are different ways in which, you know, you'll find that closure and it depends so much on the placement in the chart. But one of the commonalities is it also typically involves connecting with other people and helping them. So the 29, one of the ways they often get closure is by helping another. That you connect with someone who is struggling with what you've already had to recognize and transform. And by helping them heal, by sharing some of what you know, by letting them see you as an example, and helping them either make that recognition or make that transformation, then you... That's a, that's a part of your healing. That's a part of your closure. And, you know, this can be, maybe it's one person, maybe it's multiple people. And I'm sure either you've experienced or you've seen people in this life that do that, you know. Um, think about like uh, a, an alcoholic who goes to AA and then becomes a sponsor to help other people get sober. Um, think about a rape victim that now volunteers at a rape crisis shelter and helps other people heal from their trauma. So there are so many ways, um, whether it's, you know, family issues, whether it's, you know, violence, addiction. Uh, there are so many ways in which people, you know, face their issue, deal with their issue, and then, you know, as a way of showing gratitude for the support they got, they give back and they help others along that path that are a few steps behind them. And so karmically, that's what the 29 is. It says, you know what? I need, I now need to help other people along the way. So there's definitely like a component of that. And so if you have a 29 on a planet, then chances are there are people that you are going to meet throughout your life. Some you may know for a short time, some you may have a longer connection with that you will feel drawn to help. Like, you know what, I, I just really want to help them. And it could even be some one simple thing, like one anonymous, what appears to be random act of kindness that you just felt drawn to do for someone. And that, you know, it could be as simple as that. Or it could be becoming a mentor to someone or, or helping someone in a bigger way. But it, that's, so that's sort of the difference between the 27, 28, and 29. The 27 is about recognizing you are the, are the common denominator so this is about your issue, not about all the external circumstances or people. The 28 is about owning it, knowing you are at choice, and now beginning to transform and to really change. And the 29 shows you've got to come to closure and you need to, you know, you need to help others. Um, the other thing that I want to point out is if the sun is at 27, 28, or 29, because 
when you're reading the individual lifetimes in, in the chart, the sun is the current incarnation. So you don't read the sun as an individual life the way you would a life that shows through Venus or Mercury or one of the other planets, except when it's at 27, 28, or 29. And then that is the continuation of a specific lifetime. And so, um, because the sun is your identity, and so you came in almost needing to acknowledge that you've, that you turned yourself into something for other people. And in this life, you really need to like fully own your own identity. And that sense that I talked about earlier about when you have a planet at 27, 28, or 29, and you feel like, am I in the right place or do I belong? That is typically very strongly felt if the sun is there because you're literally bringing this other life into this one. And people that have that often have such a strong need when they're young, like they're in such a hurry to do things, you know. Um, it's like when they're teenagers and in their 20s, they just, they feel like, so, put so much pressure on themselves to do this and this and this and this and this and this. And it's like they have this big, long life checklist and they want to get it all done by the time they're in their mid-20s, you know. And it's because they have such a strong sense of urgency of not wanting to waste a minute, you know, wanting to really like, do what they need to do in this life. And hopefully, as you sort of um, really embrace that you that your willingness to do what you need to do d- truly will propel you to do what you need to do and you can relax on yourself, then it's really important to sort of take some pressure off and know you will you will have every opportunity and all the time that you need, and that it's really important to not, you know, pressure yourself and burn yourself out trying to meet some kind of crazy schedule. And that's part of what I was getting about, uh, getting at earlier when I talked about Saturn at a karmic degree, needing to trust yourself. And that's very much true with the sun at a karmic degree that, you know, part of you feels like, oh my gosh, I didn't fulfill who I was supposed to be in another life. So I really need to make sure I do it at this time. And, you know, the important thing isn't about what you do. It isn't about accomplishing anything. There is no checklist. There is no list of achievements that you have to do. It's really all about just owning who you are, letting yourself be who you need to be and not contort yourself into something for other people and other circumstances. So it isn't about accomplishing all these things on your list that you think you're supposed to do. It's really about just opening yourself up and allowing yourself to fully be the person that you intend to be. And that isn't about, you know, completing items on a list. So that's sort of a quickie kind of summary of the karmic numbers. So um, just to recap a little bit, when you have um, a karmic degree on a planet, it means you've brought memories of another life directly into this one. And if it's a 27, then there's very much um, sort of relational issues, like, you know, really needing to honor and see your part in everything, that there was a tendency to um, put the reason for your issue onto someone else and needing to own that it's about you. And then, 
with the 28, there's a need to really allow yourself to release what you've been holding on to and allow yourself to be transformed. And then with the 29, uh, you want to create an integrated closure. Like you want to allow yourself to move forward. You know, you've owned your part. You've allowed yourself to transform. And now you want to see the truth. You want to tell the truth. You want to help others. And that's, so those are kind of the starting points. And you can kind of go through all through phases, you know, in one life. The the number just shows kind of where you're at with it, you know, coming in. So if you have a 27, it doesn't mean that you're just stuck there your whole life. It means that you came in first needing to really own you're the common denominator. And if you don't do that in this life, then, you know, there's, you're, you will be having to face it even more in your face, you know, the next time. If you came with the 28, it means, you know, you've already gotten to the point where you recognize that you're at the center of this, but now your starting point is you really got to learn to let go. You really got to learn to allow yourself to be transformed by what you've learned. And then with the 29, you know, your starting point is I really need to come to closure. And then, like I said, if it's the ascendant, it means that your view of life coming in is fitting one of those things. So how you relate to the world. So if it's a, they're all a continuation of a worldview, but if it's 27, it means you're in this place where you're still thinking that, you know, um, how you see the world and how you relate to the world is more shaped by others than what you're owning and acknowledging that it is. So, you know, there's more of a tendency, to be honest, to like blame other people, you know, for things, to not fully sort of see your part. And if it's a 28, it means, okay, I get that I'm here, but now I really need to change how I see the world. I need to change how I'm willing to show up in the world. And then if it's a 29, then it means I I need to do some good here. I need to take what I've learned and I need to bring some closure to my lessons and I need to help other people. I have a I have some teaching responsibility here. And it doesn't mean necessarily like you're going to teach a class or anything like that, but it means sharing what you've learned because, you know, when you're able to help someone else who's going through something similar to what you've been through, then you learn what you've learned on another level and you, you know, you deepen in your understanding and you deepen in your healing. So, you know, teaching someone something that you already know helps you to understand it even more yourself. And helping someone heal a wound that you've already healed helps you to heal even more fully. So that's what that 29 is about. And with it being on the ascendant, it has more to do with, you know, what you show the world and how you interact with the world. And then with the nodes, you know, it has to do with the, you know, heading in the direction that you need to head in. It means really listening to the nudgings of your soul. And it means relying on the talents of your south node and being willing to let go of over-leaning on that south node. So the south node isn't a disadvantage, but whenever we stay stuck on anything, that can become a disadvantage. So with the south node, you want to pull out of it the talents that you have, 
but you want to release being fixated on it has to be that way. Because remember, the north and south node are always exactly opposite each other. Because only by some, doing something that exactly the opposite of what you've been doing over and over and over again will you stimulate new growth. So you want to hold on to all the talents and experience and juiciness of that south node and then use that as a springboard to move forward. And so when they're at a karmic degree, it means there's some great lessons and great talent that you have, but you need to build on it. You need to not stay stuck on just that, but you need to keep moving forward and follow, you know, even if it feels scary, you know, even if it feels like you're unsure, you know, you got to keep moving forward. And that's why those uh, nodes are at a karmic degree. And then with the midheaven, it really is about getting reconnected with your soul, reestablishing that conscious connection between you incarnated into this human form now and the immutable core within you that it connects all your lives together. So that is a quickie overview of the karmic degrees in your chart. I hope it was helpful and I wish you a beautiful day.